Are you struggling with feeling stuck in your life journey? Does it seem as if the challenges or conflicts that you keep experiencing are on repeat? Healing through feeling could be your new way through to a more satisfying life. Now, here is the host of the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show, licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited for today's show. I am Sharon Nichols, and you're watching or listening to the Feel to Heal show. I'm a licensed and marriage and family therapist with over 25 years of experience, and I consider myself a life guide. And I have been on a quest for myself for understanding for why we do what we do. So today, we're going to be talking about, or I'm going to be talking about, the difference between being selfish and narcissistic. And the main reason why I chose this topic is because these terms are being used a lot and they are often used incorrectly, thereby causing us to have so many thoughts and feelings because I'm sure at some point we've all been called selfish or even narcissistic. And I really wanted to sort of debunk the myths of selfish and narcissism. So first, I want to talk about my, my experience. My first, the first class that I took getting my master's in psychology was abnormal psychology and walked in on the first day and the professor wrote on the blackboard because it was still a blackboard at that point with chalk and he wrote abnormal. And he said, what does that mean? What does abnormal mean? And we all looked at each other and then he started talking and he said, okay, you know, everybody threw th different things out what abnormal is in terms of behavior or thoughts or, and then someone, then he said, okay, so what's normal? And then everyone started saying what they thought was normal. And he said, you can't have one without the other and they have to coexist together. And I, that has stuck with me for so long now that there's a spectrum. There is a line that we all want to define ourselves and put ourselves on. And so with the whole selfish spectrum and the whole narcissistic spectrum, you're, you will now, what my hope is, is that you will now find where you find, you will now find yourself on the spectrum. So. The definition of selfish, according to Merriam-Webster dictionary, is concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard to others. That's one. Two is arising from a concern with one's own welfare or advantage in disregard of others as a selfish act. So I think selfish gets a really bad rap as an adult, because let's go back to probably the first time you heard the word selfish, which is probably when you were a toddler, when you are egocentric, when you are supposed to be selfish. You don't have the executive reasoning and functioning, your brain is developing. And so I have a feeling that someone who was older who does, who did already have 
their prefrontal cortex or already fully formed. They're the ones who called you selfish. So then you internalized that and took it wherever you're going to take it. So as an adult, being selfish gets a bad rap because we're, as I've mentioned before, we're all just, we're all adults still dealing with our childhood wounds. And one of them for you could be being called selfish. So it makes sense that we are selfish because we are the center of our own universe. So our experiences shape our, our reality, which then, you know, which is our thoughts and our actions. And so it's perfectly natural to be selfish because you're going to be thinking about yourself and taking care of your own ego. So I, I keep saying that. I need to stop with the so's. Ask yourself, <laughs> when you think someone else is selfish, is it possible that you're being selfish for wanting them to do what it is you want them to do. Just a thought. I wanna talk about self-care and then we'll bring it back around to selfish. Cause it's one thing that we've, it's one thing that we've learned you know, from COVID COVID has taught us that taking care of yourself actually is taking care of your family, your friends, and the community. Because staying in, sheltering in place, that was you taking care of yourself. That was self-care. And, and then you're not going out and spreading this, spreading this disease. I think we can all agree that self-care, it's important to, to take care of yourself and bringing it back around with my thoughts. Taking time for yourself to take a bath, to meditate, to read, to go for a walk that could be considered selfish or is that self-care? I mean, taking a break from your routine in order to recharge your battery is really important. It's, it's, it's the way for then you to pick up again and take care of all the responsibilities that we have as adults. So it's honoring the little, it's self-care is truly for me, I guess, honoring the little one inside of you so that the adult in you can come back to the world and perform in a way that is in alignment with who you are. So going back to being selfish. Why are we so afraid to appear selfish? 
why are we, you know, why, where are we, where are we going with that within ourselves with the self-talk and it's about not being a burden to someone else. So it's about creating a win-win situation when you are asking somebody to do something for you, because that's really where one of the, one of the definitions of selfish is you just thinking about yourself. Although we, we don't exist alone. We're not an island. We need to ask others for help because we can't do it all alone. I mean, just me sitting here today, how many people have, are in support of me just doing this, you know, literally and then figuratively? If I went down that road of feeling selfish because I was in allowing and even asking, then I would be sitting here not knowing what to say. So I'm, I love this learning curve. I'm so enjoying exercising this, this muscle. So it's about asking. It's about creating a win-win situation always. So therefore the person that you're asking of will be able to give and you will, you will both feel as though it's been a positive exchange and you'll both want to support one another. So often we throw our hands up in the air after we make a request and say, oh no, never mind, I'll do that. I'm assuming that you've done that yourself or you certainly know someone who does that all the time because then, then they, they become the martyr and then there's the expectation that you will say, no, what? it's okay, I got it. And then you become the martyr. And so it's creating the lose-lose. So let's create the win-win. So if you, an example of this would be, I need a favor. So I'm going to come to you and say, I need help watching my children today for a couple of hours. Do you think, do you, think you, could, you could help me with this? I understand that you maybe had a plan that you now have to push aside. So how can I support you in what now you need to take care of? So if you were planning on going food shopping and now I need you to come and stay with my kids, can I now get you dinner? And so it's about creating win-win situations for yourself and the other person. I'm, I'm at a loss right now in terms of being selfish. It's been such a, it's been a word that's been, you know, bandied about so much. And self-care is really one of the antidotes to being for, for being selfish. And along with self-care and the creating the win-win, it's about setting boundaries. That's where selfish can sometimes be 
considered manipulative when you're trying to set a boundary. Um, selfish is being manipulative when you are trying to get someone to do something. Selfish can be also manipulative when, when, when yes is the only answer. So if you're asking something, asking someone for something, you need no also needs to be able to be an answer. Although we feel put upon by that because our expectation is just because we ask, someone is supposed to say yes. And then we could then be considered selfish if we're not allowing the no from them. And it's, it's a tangled little web. And it is thinking about yourself first and knowing though that what you want and need is just as important as taking care of someone else's need and I know I said I was going to talk about selfish and narcissism and so after the break that is my my plan is to talk more about narcissists and narcissism so you are listening to the feel to heal show with Sharon Nichols and we've been talking about selfish being selfish and self-care and when we come back from the break we're going to talk more about narcissism and narcissistic behaviors and I look forward to you coming back. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols, you'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide Sharon Nichols. 
to participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at feeltoyield.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Um, I'm Sharon Nichols, and you're listening to Feel to Heal on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are discussing selfish versus narcissistic behavior versus narcissism. And I was just talking about selfish and self-care and the difference between the two and why they are both actually really important to have as part of who you are and how you're showing up in the world. It is important to think about yourself and it's the degree to which you do it that you will find yourself on that spectrum that I mentioned earlier. So please join me in the chat room um, with your questions and comments. You can join me live by clicking on the Inspired Choices Network um, chat room bar in the Inspired Choices Network. And um, just gonna keep breathing. That's all I can do is just keep breathing. So let's talk about narcissists versus narcissistic personality disorder because they are two separate things. So a narcissist is a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Narcissists who think the think the world, narcissists think the world revolves around them. So narcissists, Narcissus in Greek mythology was a proud young man who fell in love with his own reflection in a pool. And he was so in love with himself that he actually couldn't leave. He was so enchanted by his own image that he couldn't actually leave the pool. So he ended up actually starving himself to death. That was Narcissus. And that's where narcissist comes from. And so now we have new, we have these different reflection pools and they're called mirrors. And I'm going to say on one end of the spectrum is where you walk past the mirror and you glance at yourself and you go, oh, wow, you look great. And you keep moving. It's okay to acknowledge. It's okay to see your reflection and say to yourself, wow, you look great. Or you got this. It's, that, that's positive self-talk. That's not being narcissistic. And narcissists on the lower end of the scale, when you're called out, when somebody says to you, you know, I think you're really posting a lot about your relationship and maybe you're making the others in your world feel not as important. And you then take responsibility and apologize and go, oh, whoa, I need to actually pay attention to what's going on with other people. And so if you have the ability to pull yourself out of it, again, that's just a narcissistic behavior that doesn't make that doesn't mean you deserve the label of a narcissist. So 
narcissistic personality disorder. It's a diagnosis that the DSM-5 has. It's defined as comprising a pervasive pattern of grandiosity in fantasy or behavior, a constant need for admiration and a lack of empathy beginning by early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts as indicated by the presence of at least five of the nine criteria that I'm about to list. So I know that when I read these nine, you'll find one for sure that you identify with. That does not make you, that does not make you a narcissist or you do not have narcissistic personality disorder. So I have a feeling that the people that you do think that are in your life that are narcissists probably meet one, maybe two, although you have to have five before you can be diagnosed with the personality disorder. So I'm going to read the nine to you. A grandiose sense of self-importance. A preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. A belief that they are special and unique and can only be understood or should associate with people, other special people or high status people or institutions a need for excessive admiration, a sense of entitlement, interpersonally exploitative behavior, a lack of empathy, which is the biggest one in my book, envy of of others or a belief that others are envious of him or her, a demonstration of arrogant and haughty behaviors or attitudes. So according to the Mayo Clinic, narcissistic personality disorder is a mental disorder in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance and a deep need for admiration. So those with narcissistic personality disorder or NPD believe that they are superior to others and have little regard for other people's feelings. But behind this mask of ultra confidence is really a fragile is really a fragile human that has such a self, such a so low self-esteem actually and they are vulnerable to the slightest criticism which is why they probably have this false sense of bravado sometimes i want to go back to the nine criteria the nine criteria and A need for excessive admiration can sometimes look like words of affirmation. I'm I'm assuming that most of you have heard of the five five love languages. There's a quiz. You can Google it, take the quiz. And so if one of your love languages is words of affirmation, 
that doesn't necessarily mean that you're narcissistic. That's just how you know that somebody loves you. Again, they're, they're all intertwined. And so it's about you finding for you, yourself where you are on the spectrum. And so lack of empathy, again, as one of the nine, is to me the biggest one in order for you to have with narcissistic personality disorder. So to, to, to be a true narcissist, one must have lack of empathy. And we have moments, again, we're human and we have moments where we are only thinking about ourselves and how in, in the actions and then the reactions of others when we share our thoughts and feelings that we can get caught up in the moment of, wow, okay, is this about me? Is this about them? And so a person with true narcissistic personality disorder, it causes them to misunderstand pretty much everything that is going on around them. So they may, they may seem arrogant and self-confident all the time, except they're really, it's that, that scared little child still inside of them that hasn't been able to mature and grow out of it, which is why in order to diagnose someone with true narcissistic personality disorder, it needs to be, be seen in, in high school. And, you know, late teenage years, early adulthood. So that's why most teenagers, that you may look at them and think that they're actually being selfish, although it's coming from a place of um, depression or sadness, that meaning that their self-esteem is, their self-esteem is low because they're comparing themselves to others. And then the conversation then becomes, well, are they being selfish or are they just being teenagers? Again, prefrontal cortex not fully formed. So their behaviors could look very similar to a toddler who is by definition egocentric. It's the way we learn. We're, brain is still, still forming, obviously, as a three-year-old, and then also as a teenager. So quite often we will look at our teen, look at the teenagers that we know, the adolescents that we know, and call them selfish or arrogant. And they're actually just being true to themselves to now figure out the social norms of how to have the empathy that they need in order to be part of the conversation and to continue to grow and move out of the, the places that are keeping them, them, them stuck, to be able to read the social cues and be in conversation and learn how to create the win-win situations. Because yes, in order to create a win-win situation, you have to think about yourself and then the other. It's important to remember that the major distinction between the 
between a narcissist and narcissistic personality disorder is that narcissi narcissistic narcissists are not mentally ill. They do not have a personality disorder. They are not preoccupied with gaining power, money, and prestige. There is no need to worry about the self-esteem of a narcissist because they have an overabundance of it. That doesn't mean that they... That's, that's the narcissist, excuse me. The narcissist has an overabundance of self-esteem, whereas the narcissistic personality person with the narcissistic personality disorder really has a low self-esteem. And now I'm going to let you know that you are listening to the Inspired Choices Network and Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols. And we were just talking about narcissism and narcissists. And when we come back, we're going to talk about both selfish, self-care, narcissism, narcissists. And I look forward to seeing you back after break. And please join me in the chat room and ask questions, comments. I welcome it all. See you soon. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show, with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols, you'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at feeltoheal.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to Sharon Nichols and Feel to Heal show, and we're talking about selfish, self-care, narcissist, and narcissism. And I think it's important that we talk about social media and how social media can perpetuate narcissists. I know I mentioned before about how if someone calls you out, 
on you putting too much out there, then, and you take responsibility and you go, whoa, I need to dial it back. I hear you. Thank you for calling me out. That's actually just you being a narcissist. It's you having a narcissistic moment is what I'm going to call it. I'm now, I'm now phrasing that. And, you know, in terms of me promoting this show, I have now, I'm out there and I'm, and I had to sit back and question, am I being narcissistic because I keep putting myself out there? Is this a momentary thing? You know, someone said to me that they saw all the stuff that was coming up on Facebook. And I asked, is it too much? Because I don't want to be perceived as narcissistic. And obviously, I know I don't meet the criteria for narcissistic personality disorder. Because here's the other thing with 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 people who do have narcissistic personality disorder, they don't typically come into therapy. They don't really want to talk about themselves because they think that they are above it and don't really need it. So with social media, you know, a lot of, you know, teenagers and young, um, young adults spend so much time on it. And it's everything, you know, everyone is just putting all the wonderful things out there that they're experiencing, or they put the loss that they've experienced and everyone just comes and huddles around them um, electronically. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's actually, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all the others can create a a wonderful community, which is what we all need. Uh, You know, it's co-unity community we want we want to feel a part of something bigger than ourselves and that's also not being selfish it's also not being selfish wanting to be a part feel a part of something that's bigger than you that's part of also being that's the selfless and then also self-care you being a part knowing that you are whole and complete as you are and that you are an important piece of the whole is actually being selfless, not selfish. And so that's why I think that self, selfish sometimes gets a bad rap. So self-care can actually be going on to Facebook and Instagram and participating in the community and sharing of yourself coming from an open heart. It's, it's the, it's really the energy that you go in with. Again, it's about creating a win-win for yourself and the others in the community. And those of us, I'm assuming here, because I do that. Those of you listening, I'm assuming that you've experienced others' energy around you and how you've allowed to, you've allowed it to affect you and how you it's it's you've taken it on. And that is then where self-care comes in because it's then about releasing it and letting it go and not taking it on. And so the biggest, 
the biggest thing that I also do really want to say about narcissists, narcissists or people with narcissistic personality disorder is that you really need to remember that it's not about you. It's about not taking it personally. And I know we've been so conditioned to receive as though it is our fault or that we have done something wrong. And that's the assumption that we make, which then keeps us in this loop. And the true narcissistic personality disorder person is probably secretly terrified and they need to have a sense of control, no matter how illogical that is to you. And the biggest thing that it's not personal, it's not about you. And we take it on as though it is us. Because going back to when we were first called selfish, as a little kid, when it was appropriate, because we were, we were selfish. That's when you're supposed to be selfish. It, the world does revolve around you when you're three because you don't know any different. Your mind can't even process that. And so we take on again, what we, you know, the conditioning of what we've been told. And so of course, when someone is someone now calls you selfish as an adult, you, it brings you back to the first time that you were called to it and you really didn't understand what that meant. Although as an adult and you having executive reasoning and functioning and the ability to understand the definition. So where are you on the spectrum? Are you stuck in always feeling as though you're selfish and that therefore in order to have what anything that you want for yourself, you must be a martyr and sort of raise up your hands and get people just to do things for you because they now, they feel bad for you. So you can perpetuate you feeling selfish and feeling less than and the low self-esteem that can, comes with that in the moment of feeling selfish? Or can you actually be narcissistic and feel good about yourself and be a part of the community and allow, allow the openness, allow the breadth, if you will, of your own personality to shine through and be a part of the whole? And so putting yourself out there that was one of the reasons why I was so hesitant to actually do this, have a, have a podcast, have a show, put myself out there because caught up in, is this self-serving? And I check in and I believe that I have a voice and I, I'm not really saying anything that hasn't already been said. And therefore, who is ever supposed to hear, hear this and supposed to hear it from me, they will. So therefore, I'm not putting myself out there. I don't have, I don't have this sense that I, let me start that over. I don't feel the need to track 
how many people are watching or listening. I don't feel the need that I need to um, have millions of viewers or likes or I just get to be me and I just get to go with the flow and allow. And I don't know, maybe that is selfish. And, and, and maybe it is. Um, and that's perhaps, I guess, where I am on, on the spectrum, because you can't have selfless without selfish. And so where are you? And letting go of being the martyr. And just breathing and just allowing and being a part of the whole. So how can, how can being in a relationship with someone who is a true narcissist more times than not have effect on the relationship? It's okay if your partner puts themselves out there. It's the ability then to dial it back and take responsibility and apologize and then put in the course correction much like I mentioned with you know if you're putting too much out there on social media and you're making other people actually feel bad when you're actually trying to make yourself feel good it's about walking that fine line and finding the the moment for you and again it comes back to taking responsibility for yourself, for your thoughts, for your, for your feelings, and then for your actions. Well, your thoughts and your feelings aren't going to change. What you have control over is your actions and reactions. So if someone calls you out on something and you do the, the check-in as to where you are on the spectrum and, and an apology is warranted, notice I didn't say I'm sorry. An apology is warranted whatever that looks like, whether it's just out there or specific, then you take responsibility and you apologize and you put in the course correction. And sometimes it does take someone hitting us over the head in order for us to see our behaviors. And so it's about being, being open to the feedback, both positive and negative. So in a relationship, it's about being able to appropriately call out your, your partner and then being open to allowing your partner to call you out on where you are. And then really looking honestly at yourself. And that's then perhaps where the self-care needs to come in. It's maybe about you setting a different boundary and about you letting go of everything always looking a certain way in order for it to be perfect. That's also where selfish can be misconstrued. That's why sometimes I think selfish also does get the bad rap that 
if you're trying to control everything in the situation, you could be called selfish because things need to be perfect. And so where are you on the spectrum of allowing and being open to having to control every single minute of everything? And therefore then where's the boundary? Are, yes, there are boundaries that are concrete, although some boundaries need to be malleable. 38 Special said, hold on loosely, but don't let go. If you cling too tightly, you lose control. Being, going with the flow, allowing. You are listening to Sharon Nichols, Feel to Heal show. Our topic today is selfish, self-care, narcissism. And when we come back, we are going to continue to talk more about this topic. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols, you'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at feeltoheal.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols on Inspired Choices Network. And today's topic has been selfish self-care, narcissist narcissism. Where are you on the, on the spectrum? You know, the beautiful thing is about being selfish and having self-care is that you get to decide where you are on the spectrum. You don't really need to ask anybody. You know, it's about being truthful and honest and allowing your ego to, to actually just be present. And it's not about future thinking. It's not even about worrying about the past. It's just about being present and It's so easy to project onto someone else how you're feeling and taking on, you know, making assumptions about where someone else is coming from and then taking it personally, which I think is part of the, the selfish narcissistic loop. It's like we feel as though we need to be our own champion because nobody else will. Again, that's an assumption. And so is it actually really true? You, all, you know the truth of who you are. And so looking outside of yourself for validation 
every so often is normal, healthy. Again, where are you on the spectrum? It's okay to look at yourself in the mirror, like I said before, and go, yay, you, way to go. You look great. Because that self-confidence, when you bring that out into the community, is exactly what the community is in need of, especially if the community right now is fraught with um, dis-ease and disenchantment and so many um, different emotions that we as humans get to experience. So it is self-care to talk to yourself and talk yourself up that doesn't make you a narcissist. It makes you confident and then allows you to continue to be with the responsibilities that you that you take on and that you have to yourself and then to to your family, to your friends and to the world and community at large. So yes, we are individuals and I guess people people get called selfish when when they are thinking about themselves and not thinking about the community in the moment. Although you need to check in with what the truth is and that's taking responsibility for where you are being an allowment for you to make that course correction. Because yes, it is possible that you're not thinking about the community. You are only thinking about yourself, except you have to come first. Most of the time, if not all of the time, because without you being the important part of the community, there is no community because you are an intricate, intricate piece of the whole. So going back to going back to true narcissistic personality disorder having moments of preoccupation with fantasies, power, brilliance. It's fun sometimes to fantasize. And if that's what you need in order to pull you through, to get through your next responsibility, then do that. Again, you have to meet five of those nine that I read before. And It's the little child in you that at times feels as though you have a sense of entitlement because when you're three years old, you are entitled to be taken care of, to be fed. And so it's honoring the little, the little child in you and knowing it's okay to have these thoughts and feelings, because that's what they are. They're just thoughts and feelings, and you don't have to act on them. You can just watch the thoughts go by. And so in summation, I think it's great if you're selfish and that you definitely have self-care and that every so often you do think of yourself as long as you check in and you know the truth of who you are and that 
it's not coming from a place of lack of empathy, that you actually can be very empathetic, then you're not selfish, you're not a narcissist, you're just thinking about yourself in the moment. And so if you do know someone who is a true narcissist, as my dear friend, psychologist, Leslie Austin, Austin said, it's not about you, even though it feels like it is, that they are projecting their stuff onto you. And then you, since you have empathy, you can be like, boy, how sad this must be for them that this is how they have to live and that they are probably secretly terrified and in need to have a sense of control, no matter how illogical it may seem to you. So don't take it personally, because it's not about you. Therefore, then you actually get to be selfish and not take it personally. So thank you so much for today's, for listening for today's show. And next week, I'm going to be talking about what's in your vat. Tune in so you can learn more about what the VAT even is. And thank you so much for listening to, to today. And in closing, I just have gratitude for all of you. And thank you so much for, for this incredible opportunity for me to get to be me. And peace, love, and satisfaction to you all. And as Oscar Wilde said, you might as well be you because everyone else is taken. Oh, my website. Please check me out. Sharon Nichols. Actually, my email is Sharon Nichols at feeltoheal.com. My website is Feel to Heal. Please check it out. Um, I would love, always welcome to feedback. And if you'd like to book a session, please send me an email because I would love, to, I'm so great one-on-one. -on -one love the one-on-one. -on -one. So reach out. Thanks. Take care until next week. Bye. Bye for now. See you next week. Take care. Looking forward to talking about your VAT with you. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show. Sharon Nichols will return next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give up the struggle, feel all you need to feel, and make this week your best one yet.